Back here on The Word with G, 25 past the hour of 12 o'clock. We're rocking and rolling through the 12 o'clock hour. Thanks for being with me here on this Tuesday edition of The Word with G, April 27th. And it's time for Tiger Tuesday. The head softball coach of the Chattanooga State softball team, the Lady Tigers, are 29-7 this season. 26-4 in conference. They've got one more regular season day to go. They've got a doubleheader today against Columbia. And then they finish the regular season and they look towards the postseason as they'll be hosting. Joining us now is the head softball coach of the Chattanooga State Lady Tigers. Blake Golden is here with us. What's up, coach? How are you? Hey, Greg. I'm doing good. Just getting ready to start a doubleheader here soon. Heck yeah. Well, it's nice that you don't have to worry about sitting on a bus and, and doing the conver- having the conversation. You can be in your office. You can be out at the, the stadium, whatever you want to be right now because you guys are at home, right? Absolutely. Yes, we are. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's let's just rewind quickly before we kind of talk about this season in totality and what you guys have coming up today and the playoffs coming up this weekend. You guys were at Motlow State last week on Wednesday after we talked. Game one, easy win, 18 nothing. And let's just start with the offense. 11 runs in the second inning must have been a nice little outburst. And something that we talked about last week was not getting too home run happy and just squaring up a lot of softballs. And they didn't have any home runs in that game. You guys pounded out 20 hits instead. Yeah, it was nice to see, and I think up and down the lineup, um, almost everybody had a hit in the game and contributed. We played a lot of players in that game. I think I subbed out almost the entire lineup. Um, So that was nice to see some other at-bats and get some other new faces in there and get them some opportunities. But um, I think, yeah, the 11-run inning in the second just really kind of blew it out of the water, and um, we were able to just kind of settle in from there and, Sam did a nice job on the mound, just getting it done. Our strikeout numbers weren't exceptionally high that day, but I only allowed two hits in the in the competition, so that was nice to see. Yeah, and she obviously we we I didn't really want to spend too much time on her because she's just basically just doing what you seen her do all year long. And just speaking from a an offensive standpoint here, and I'm looking at your statistics. You have one, two, three, four, five, six girls who play a lot or a decent amount of time. Well. I know Taylor Penning doesn't play a, a ton, but a lot of players hitting over 400 or close to it uh, for your team. Where I guess I know you know in softball that that's you know obviously more you know that happens more often than in baseball. But where does this rank in terms of the teams that you've had in recent memory offensively in terms of averages, power, just the way that this team is constructed in terms of lineup top to bottom? Uh, one of the better ones that you've had, or, or is it just kind of par, par for the course of what you're used to having there at Chattanooga State? I was actually having this conversation the other day with someone, and I really talked about our offensive numbers this year. And um, traditionally, like, that's what we're known for is offense. And we've had good numbers from year to year and kids that have really put up, you know, solid plus 400 batting averages and things like that. But um, I think the biggest thing that stands out to me is, like, our RBI numbers and our home run numbers this year are really good. I mean, I think we're at 61 home runs with 36 games played. And, there's been seasons, I think, when we won, I was, I've been doing sophomore script for our sophomore day, so I've been looking at a lot of history and stats this morning, and I think the year that we went, we won the TCCA championship in 19 and went to nationals, we only had 51 home runs as a team that year, wow. and many more games played. So I definitely think uh, the home run firepower, and, you know, just our RBIs, our doubles numbers, I'm really happy with, we're at 75 doubles and 36 games played, so 
those extra base hits are making a big impact. And this year we had nine triples, which is something we've never had a lot of in the past. So those extra base hits, I think, are showing up, and um, the numbers definitely are proof of that. But um, this seems pretty special with the bat, and there's a lot of people, you know, thick through the lineup that are contributing. Again, Blythe Golden hanging with us here on The Word with you talking Chattanooga State softball. And when it comes to your offense, so it sounds like, look, you you have a nice mixture. You've had a nice mixture this year of not just power, and a lot of times the power comes with the strikeouts and not a lot of base hits. It's kind of the feast or famine type of thing. It seems like you have a really well-rounded group there, as you talked about, top to bottom with the sticks, the power, the home runs, the doubles, the triples, the extra bases, uh, just, just getting base hits, getting girls on, getting them over, getting them in, all that stuff. It just seems like... You guys have a really well-rounded group this year. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think, you know, we have, we're pretty quick. And even some of our power kids are quick. So our stolen base numbers are up to 83 this season in 30-something games played. So our stolen base numbers are up. So I think anytime you can get speed on the bases and we have speed in the top and the bottom of our lineup, you know, we're able to, we have kids like Bree Vinson, for example. She can hit a home run. She can hit the doubles. She can drop a bunt down for a single. So we're it's a good mix, um, and lefty. We have a lot of lefties in the lineup too, not just slappers. So lefties, righties. I think our first three, Cam, Bree, and Caitlin, are all lefties. Two of them being swingers, one a um, a slapper. So we're able to you know bring some at bats to the plate from both sides. Uh, that sometimes affects pitchers, especially if they rely on a certain pitch. They struggle throwing that to lefties. I think that's benefited us as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, just being able to crank doubles up and down the lineup with anybody. So we have even our slappers and then obviously with our home run kids, being able to drive in those RBIs mixed with the good speed that we have. It's been a nice, a nice mixture for us. And don't forget, obviously you mentioned the top and the bottom of the lineup, uh, with speed. Uh, I know Ashlyn would, would be remiss if we didn't mention her with the speed as well, because she's stolen a couple of bases this year. Oh yeah. She's, she's riding it out right now on that. <laughs> No doubt about that. Coach Golden, again, our guest here on The Word with G. Let's go to game two now at Motlow from last week. You guys won 16-4 to in in, uh, in that one. And I know we didn't really spend much time talking about Sam Ryan because she's just been good per usual. But uh, Lauren Gillespie got the start in there. I know she had to deal with a couple of injuries, but or not injuries, uh, errors, but had to um, work around those, but only allowed the, the one earned run and looked like she threw a pretty good ball game in that uh, second game. Yeah, she did. Um, I think... She gave up a home run in the fifth that allowed us to go, that made us go into six innings. And I think if she had, could have had that pitch back, she definitely, that's one pitch she would like to have had back. But outside of that, Lauren did a good job and she handled herself. We um, we had a, a couple miscues, a bobble, the situation. We tried to pick a kid off a third. They allowed some runs to score. Um, to be expected, I mean, we played pretty error free and played pretty solid on defense, but it was just, one of those situations where a few, they were able to capitalize on a couple of those. But um, outside of that, Lauren had a nice day. Yeah, and then offensively in that second game, you just talked about the top of the lineup with Bree Vincent and, and Caitlin. Um, those two combined for nine RBIs in the game and, and five hits, and it was just a, a really good day overall for the top of your lineup. Yeah, it was. And, you know, Bree, Bree had an exceptional game, and she didn't do anything fancy. I mean, she just drove singles and she hit you know, where it was pitched, and luckily we had people on base. The bottom of our lineup was getting on, so she was able to capitalize and drive them in. So um, it was nice to see her. And then Leverett, she's been pretty steady all year. I mean, she's had a really solid year, and um, that's why she stayed in that three-hole pretty much the entire year. And 
uh, being a lefty hitter, being able to drive the ball to right side, and we're able to get sack flies and move runners around and score. Um, it's a, she's done a really nice job in that spot. Coach Golden, again, our guest here on The Word with G chatting about uh, the Chattanooga State Lady Tigers, the softball program in which she's the head coach. Let's talk about today's game against Columbia State. Two final games for the regular season before you guys get going with the playoffs this weekend. What are you looking for out of your group, and what do you, how do you, how are you approaching this as a coach with this kind of just a, a bit of a tune-up here with the with the last couple of games? And you guys obviously had the games canceled against Columbia last Monday, I believe it was. Uh, so, what are you looking forward to, and what's your strategy going into these final two games? Well, I intentionally, early on when I was doing our schedule, I scheduled this game on this week um, for a reason. And that was for us to be able to get a doubleheader in before playoffs. And I thought it would be really important for us to play this week because regular season ended last week, uh, conference regular season. So I tried to get this game in specifically on this week to make sure that we were able to play. Um, So it's kind of like a tune-up game for us, make sure we're firing on all cylinders, kind of working through maybe some things that we might be seeing. Um, so it was really important for us to get this game in, and I know Columbia equally is um, excited to play today too because they start postseason on Friday as well. So I think it's um, it'll be good for us to get some live action this week before going into Friday and just trying to work, continue working on things that we need to work on. And for some reason, if we you know if we win our first round of playoffs and they win their first round of playoffs, we would be playing each other first round at tournament. So it could be. Um, and it's beneficial to get a, you know get our eyes on them and kind of see what they have and evaluate them because we haven't played them this year, so we don't have much of a scout. So I think it'll be good for us to get it, get some looks at them. What are some of the things that you feel like that you guys still need to work on here towards the end of the season or you'd like to see your team improve going into the playoffs this weekend? Um, I just think consistency at the plate. Uh, we're going to see some better arms here moving forward, and we're going to get everybody's number one from here on out. And um, just being able to be disciplined if we don't, you know, we may not get out there and have those 11 run innings. And it's what can we do from inning to inning? How quickly can we make our adjustments? And, you know, what can we do with that? Um, at the plate, I think, you know, if we don't score the first inning, what are we doing the second inning to make that happen and so forth and so on, you know, to make sure we can get a lead, secure the lead, and sustain that even when we're facing a good arm and, you know, aren't putting up 20 hits a game. I think for us, it's just staying the course and being smart at the plate, taking advantage of what we're given. That's going to be really important for us um, in postseason. All right. Now, I'm not sure about this because, you know, it is a junior college and, there's really no seniors on the team. Do you guys do like a senior day, like for the girls that aren't going to be coming back, or how do you do you honor them at all? Do you do anything with that? What what's the what's the protocol when it comes to your last home game of the year? Do you, do you guys do anything? Well, yeah. So that's what I was working on this morning when I was deep diving into our stats archive. <laughs> um, we have a sophomore day, and what we'll do um, we're, Friday after our doubleheader, we're going to recognize all of our sophomores and. Uh, a lot of them are actually going to technically freshmen with all the COVIDs and the non-participation years, but uh, we're graduating 12 kids uh, on the squad, so half of our team, and they've done an excellent job, and they've weathered the storm through last spring, and, you know, Bree and Ash and Haley coming back for a third year. So we'll do a big day and honor them and all their accomplishments during their time here and uh, have, like, a, a presentation for them on Friday. 
Wow, that's that that's awesome. And uh, it's going to be tough though for you guys as a staff to lose twelve girls this year. Going to have to uh, to get hit the recruiting trail hot and heavy, and and hopefully you guys can get some stuff in there and get yourself ready for uh, next year. Like I know you will. My last one for you is. What does the playoff schedule look like for you guys this weekend? I know you mentioned maybe playing on Friday, although there may be some rain in the mix there, so it might get pushed back to the weekend. Who who might you be facing, and and what is it going to look like for this weekend? So for this weekend, um, we're the we're the number one seed on the east side of our conference, so we will host the number four seed. But that seed is to be determined. Uh, Roan State and Motlow State will be playing each other tomorrow in a single game. The winner of that single game will then become our four seed, and then we will play whoever wins that game tomorrow on Friday. Um, pending weather, obviously, if it's not, it'll be Saturday. But it's a double; it's the best two out of three, so there'll be a doubleheader on Friday. And if we were to split, then there'll be um, an if necessary game on Saturday. Very nice. Well, you guys are currently ranked in the top twenty at number sixteen. Again, at twenty-nine and seven overall. Get a couple of more wins to boost that strength of uh, of of your record there today get over the 30 win threshold coach i appreciate you uh taking the time per usual here on the program and uh regardless what happens this weekend we'll be talking next week but i hope we're talking about you guys continuing on and, and playing more softball absolutely that sounds great all right have a great week good luck today and uh, we will talk again next week okay thank you so much there she goes blake golden right here on the word with g